This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, Project Astra is no longer a project as it's officially available and ready to use to orchestrate your Kubernetes environments. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipor. Zipor. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have a couple of special guests to talk to us all about Astra or Project Astra or whatever they're calling it these days. We'll find out here in a minute. Uh, so Garrett Muller is here today. Garrett, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? Hey Justin, thanks for having us. Um, you know, I think I've been on the podcast at least uh, three or four times before. So um, these days I uh, lead the Astra engineering team as well as the Trident engineering team. So basically you can think of anything having to do with uh, data management that is cloud native falls under me. And uh, you can reach me on Twitter, uh, I-N-N-E-R-G-Y, energy. All right. And Garrett's, you know, fast approaching that whole Steve Martin level of, of podcast guest appearances. So um, that's right. He'll, <laughs> he'll be guest hosting soon. Uh, also with us today to talk about Astra, uh, Cheyenne Shaha is here. So Cheyenne, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? Hey, Justin. Uh, great to be here. Uh, this is unlike Garrett. This is my first uh, podcast uh, uh, at NetApp here at NetApp. I, I do uh, product management for, for all things Kubernetes, data management and storage management here at NetApp, uh, you know, my purview. In my purview, I have Astra and I have Trident. It's a very popular open source uh, CSI compliant storage orchestrator that you might have heard about. We've talked about uh, it here, in fact. Oh, yeah, that's great to know. So uh, happy to be here uh, and talk about Astra. All right, excellent. So, you know, we mentioned we're talking about Astra here and we'll get to that in a little bit, but I want to kind of touch on what Astra entails, like, you know, what it is in terms of a higher level concept, right? So, and that includes things like containers, things like Kubernetes and automation. Cheyenne, if you could give us a kind of an overview of, of that concept of, of containers and Kubernetes and why NetApp is sort of focusing on that more now. It's very relevant, right? So let's look at what's going on in the industry. Kubernetes debuted in 2014, late 2014. Initially, uh, it was a great platform for stateless applications and a and, uh, lot of developers started using it. But as as more and more enterprises got interested in Kubernetes and wanted to use the, the powerful uh, platform that is Kubernetes, you know, they realized that to use Kubernetes, I need to run apps that have state uh, or like databases and things like that. And, and, and Kubernetes supporting just stateless applications doesn't really cut it. Uh, the, the community, uh, the larger Kubernetes community responded to that need very quickly, uh, came up with a bunch of, uh, you know, APIs, the PV subsystem initially, which led to in tree drivers, out of tree drivers, and then eventually settled on CSI, uh, the container storage interface, which was a great relief for enterprises and application developers who, who, who wrote applications that have state. So Kubernetes has come a long way in that regards. And at NetApp, we solved that problem with our open source Trident project, which provides uh, a quick and easy way to consume uh, persistent storage from your NetApp arrays as well as NetApp's public cloud storage solutions, fully managed public cloud storage solutions in the cloud. However, you know, uh, 
the, the more we talked to our customers using Trident and other technologies from NetApp for Kubernetes, we found out that there's a, this next wave of data management features and functionality that they really wanted. Um, you know, these included things like, you know, uh, when they're running a database on Kubernetes, uh, if they accidentally corrupted it, uh, they wanted to get it back. You know, that had happened. If they're running MongoDB or a, or a PG SQL uh, database in a Kubernetes cluster on-prem or in the public cloud, and the public cloud region has an outage, they want to bring it up somewhere else where, uh, so that their, their service is highly available. Um, we also found that developers uh, wanting uh, to move their applications from one cluster to another cluster quickly and easily because they wanted to test their app with more traffic, which is available in a, say, a pre-prod environment, or a, but not in a test cluster. So, so there's a variety of data management needs, for lack of a better term, that uh, Kubernetes uh, adopters wanted. And when we looked at the community, we looked at um, everything around us uh, and what was going on, uh, we, we thought that these are problems that enterprises needed solutions from. And with NetApp's portfolio and proven expertise in this area, which is, you know, 20 plus years or 25 years of uh, enterprise grade um, data and storage, uh, this was the right thing for us to go and hit next. And, uh, and that's where, you know, uh, we, we, we introduced our, our, our we, we started with Project Astra uh, last April. Uh, no longer it is Project Astra. We just GA'd it, and now it's called Astra. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a, you know, that's like a compressed story, but but it kind of embodies what we went through uh, in, in introducing Astra to the world. Okay, so it sounds like there's a lot of thought being put into this and, and trying to kind of future-proof how we're approaching storage and provisioning, because... You know, we understand that there's a lot of automation going on in the storage industry, and we kind of want to be a part of that to help make the right decisions and take a lot of the guesswork out of it. Correct. You know, uh, the thing, uh, you know, what we have observed with Kubernetes is uh, there's a lot of tools available. Sometimes there are too many for for only one problem. Um, and, and it can be overwhelming, um, and uh, and and not everything is easy there. You know, Kubernetes is a great platform. It's really powerful. Uh, developers love Kubernetes because it gives them, you know, inbuilt auto scaling, API high availability, you know, uh, service meshes for their apps, you know, all all inbuilt. So, so a lot of, you know, uh, the the movement to Kubernetes is, is not just enterprise led; uh, it's also developer led. Uh, developers want to build applications on Kubernetes, containerize their applications, you know, because they can they can do it, package it once, and and kind of run anywhere, right? But um, at the same time, uh, the ease of use factor um, is also very important, not just for the developers who are developing on Kubernetes, but Kubernetes admins or cluster operators or you know, application teams who, who are using Kubernetes as a platform for deploying, running, and scaling their applications. And, and with Astra, our design goal was, you know, and still is, is uh, far and foremost, is it has to be simple. It has to be simple, and, um, and there's... Everything overrules simplicity. So if you look at what we've done with Astra, is our first incarnation of Astra is not another product that you download and install and manage and license and upgrade and patch. It's actually a fully managed service, cloud service, which you just access and start using Astra. You don't even have to do, you don't have to download any software. You don't have to manage any software. 
you just simply start using it and it's it's the first of its kind you know it's in in terms of what we have done so so the simplicity aspect of astra trumps everything whenever we are making decisions about how to design workflows whether it's for disaster recovery or for backups or for that matter application portability simplicity is the thing that that trumps how to, so that trumps everything else how to make it make sure that people don't have to make the decisions the tough decisions we we try to make as many decisions for them as we can we leave some of them to them but but we try to pick the right set of defaults and the right set of decisions so that they don't have to think so much because if you look at what what we're doing with astra um, it's not that some of that could not could not be done with existing tools or command line or scripts but it's tedious and it's manual and it's not easy and that's what our customers told us that how do you make it easy and so so astra is all about making things really easy and simple when it comes to kubernetes storage and data how do you handle situations where you people want a blend of that right like they want to have the automation, but they also want to have some control over that. Are we are we providing any of those knobs for them, or are we just basically taking requests and, and making modifications on a per use case basis? Yeah, so Astra is uh, you know it's it, although it's a fully managed service and it has a very nice and intuitive UI. Uh, everything in Astra, whatever functionality that is exposed to an user, will will have a full rich set of documented and stable APIs. So, so when we talked to our customers, we found out is um, that's basically the way they want to control their environments today. So everything is programmatically done using an API and, and the API is what, what they want to invoke when their cluster in a region in a cloud is down so that they can bring up uh, their application somewhere else in another cluster, right? And the and the thing about Astra or, or the power of Astra is this API is your point of consistency. It's a consistent experience, no matter where you're running your Kubernetes clusters or your storage. You know, so so Astra is designed to provide you not just simplicity but consistency of the entire experience. So so if you're running your you know um, Kubernetes cluster in one public cloud um, and 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 say say you have two environments, one one in one public cloud and another in another different public cloud. You know the way you when you when you use Astra, the way you do a backup is exactly the same. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that the clouds are different or or or, or even on premises. If you're running something on premises or Kubernetes cluster, the way to do the backup is exactly the same. If you're using the UI, you click the same button and it does whatever you need to do. You want to set up a, a protection schedule, you do it exactly the same way everywhere. And if you want to automate everything and manage everything through an API, it's exactly the same API. So, so that way, it's extremely powerful. It's it's not just simple; it's also consistent and gives you the automation that that IT leaders, application teams, developers, and cube admins need to ma- manage and scale today's you know uh, DevOps and other environments. So this is basically you know how we're starting to get into this realm of, of containerization and, and automation in, in Kubernetes. Uh, so we came up with Project Astra, which was intended to do all that, is my understanding. Is that, does that sound about right? And, and if so, you know, could you kind of go into more detail about what Project yeah. Astra's intent was? So first, uh, I want to make sure, Justin, it's no longer Project Astra. Well, it's what Astra. do you mean? It's not <laughs> oh, it's GA now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, so we geared Astra, you know, and launched it uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think the press release went out uh, March 10th, and then we had a big event uh, on March 17th. But, but the whole idea, it is year now. And uh, the whole idea of Astra is, uh, let's go into a little bit on what it is actually. So today, uh, what we, you know, our tagline for Astra is application aware uh, data management built for Kubernetes. And, and we believe in it. Uh, here's, here's the reason um, why Astra is very unique. Uh, Astra is uh, unlike uh, unlike uh, other tools, et cetera, that might exist, Astra is looking at your Kubernetes uh, applications as a whole. It's it's actually uh, providing data management. And by data management, I mean the things that you need um, um, from, from your apps, uh, sorry, from your environment, which includes, you know, data protection needs, uh, your use cases, data or disaster recovery, your migration or mobility use cases, all of that Astra is providing at the level of an application. How it Astra does it is Astra actually looks at, um, you know, whatever you know the Kubernetes resources and the and the objects and the PVs that you have set up and and it it and looks at how you are deploying them, deploying them and and actually creates an an application boundary around it and manages the whole thing as one single unit. So. So when you're backing up with Astra, you're you're backing up an entire application as a whole. Uh, you're not just backing up one container or a pod and a PV and and trying to stitch all of that together separately. So you're you're going to back up everything that makes up an application, whether it's pods, it's PVs, it's uh, it's uh, stateful sets, the daemon sets, the config maps, and the secrets all together. So. So Astra takes an application view to data management for Kubernetes, which is truly unique, and, and provides you all of the capabilities that you need for your business uh, critical Kubernetes applications. And whether it's you know using data protect, uh, protecting your data using say snapshots, uh, doing data or disaster recovery using remote backups, or moving your application or migrating your application from one region to another region in a public cloud, um, using instant active clones, right? So, so Astra does a lot of these things. In addition to that, Astra also provides audit capabilities with an active log, and we have uh, a lot of exciting roadmap features in this area. Uh, that uh, that is not just data protection, data mobility, but uh, like governance and you know, retention. That's that's also an area where uh, our customers have given us a lot of feedback on how they would like us to address it. So, so Astra is an currently Astra is an embodiment of, uh, of 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 all of these data management services. Uh, it's fully managed itself. It's actually GA in Google Cloud. It supports GKE uh, apps running on GKE Google Kubernetes engine uh, with NetApp CVS, which is a fully managed uh, uh, storage service as the backend. So, so that's where Astra is today. We are going to release uh, Astra uh, support Astra in other public clouds soon. Uh, include uh, as well as on premises. So stay tuned. A lot is coming this year and next. So so it's going to be extremely interesting, uh, an exciting journey for us. And I I think our customers are going to really like what they're going to see as we roll out Astra over the course of the a year or two. You know, uh, starting now basically. I'd like to know mm-hmm. what your cadence looks like. You know, is it a, a six month cadence? Is it a year long thing? Are you know are you trying to be you know more agile with this particular development or or are you trying to follow the ONTAP cadence? 
We are uh, a cloud service first, right? So uh, in that way, we, we are trying to provide uh, latest and the greatest, in, greatest uh, feature and functionality in the cloud as quickly as possible, because that's kind of how the world rolls these days with continuous development. Uh, but in general, when you're looking at, say, major features like, um, you know, bringing Astra support to on-prem, uh, we, we are going to follow more of a quarterly cadence. Uh, but having said that, doesn't mean small features and uh, other things won't come in continuously. So um, in, in the true SaaS model, um, you know, our customers can expect, uh, you know, small features, et cetera, come in, um, you know, as they're built. Uh, but uh, but when it comes to some major big rock chunky features, you know that's that's more of a quarterly cadence. So you know we understand the cadence is going to be rapid. What's new? Like what's the next release going to have for us? Can can you give me a little bit of insight on that? Yeah, absolutely, Justin. I'm I'm actually really happy to be able to announce that we are going to be supporting Microsoft Azure. Uh, basically, as you hear this, you'll be able to log in right now. And uh, this is very recently released, um, the ability to manage Azure Kubernetes service clusters the same way you can manage Google Kubernetes engine clusters in GCP um, with uh, the original version that we shipped in January. So, you know, that's just an example of the rapid release cadence that we are looking for. And uh, it it introduces also a very exciting thing, multi-cloud capability with Astra for the first time. So now you're not only, you're not stuck within, you know, Google Cloud with your application. If you want to be able to move it over to Azure or back for that matter, you know, all of that now powers is, is in your hands. Very exciting for us. And a lot of uh, careful attention went into trying to make that as easy as possible. There's a lot of work that the team has been doing over the past couple of months to make sure that Astra's Azure support has the same kind of simplistic feel that you get with what we've done with Google Cloud Platform. Very excited about. Wait, wait, you 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 want it to be consistent? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy, right? To be able to have us the same look and feel, the same experience, and even the same API um, exposed uh, exposed in front of two different hyperscalers, um, running two completely different Kubernetes services, and having it all work exactly the same way. Super powerful. And it's pretty fun to see it come together. It's awesome. Garrett, can you kind of give me an idea of what the architecture of, of Astro looks like? The, the cloud service is an orchestrator. I mean, and, and the way to think about this is really Trident is orchestrating storage systems. Astra is orchestrating Trident as well as apps. So it kind of is a layer on top that is looking at Kubernetes clusters and helping deploy Trident to these clusters and configuring Trident in those clusters against you know, uh, storage systems and services. And, and so really Astra doesn't, doesn't really deal directly necessarily with ONTAP at all. It relies on Trident and all the hard work we've put into that, um, to, into that open source offering uh, to deal with all that, that, that layer for us. That's Astra, you know, the Astra services view of the world, right? Uh, it, it basically is looking at these Kubernetes clusters and the applications that run in them, as well as the, you know, CSI provisioner that is running inside of that cluster and uses the capabilities therein to deliver all the value that Cheyenne was mentioning. So I know we used to have something called NetApp Kubernetes services, and, and that kind of went away. I, I'm guessing this was kind of the next iteration of that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, they're not, they're not necessarily directly related, but um, I mean, the, the way I look at this is really it's a it's a culmination of of the, the efforts that that started with Trident, you know, many years ago. So really, it came out of the uh, you know, I you know, I, I started the Trident project back in like 2014, right? As you know, and um, you know, that's been a, that's been a great journey. I think customers love it. It's it's been a lot of fun, and um, coming out of that we basically realized there was a, a a lot of desire for figuring out not how to just automate the you know provisioning experience and the volume management experience which is what trident's uh you know forte is but you know how much more automation could we provide to even make the trident deployment and management experience itself easy and then on top of that it's like i want to i really want, don't want to just manage these volumes i want to manage apps and so one approach we could have taken is to extend Trident to try to do all these things in a single single cluster basis, which has its pros and cons. And, you know, a few years ago, basically, I decided that's not the approach I'd want to take. I'd want to make this as simple as humanly possible. And that's when I proposed, uh, along with a couple of my colleagues, the idea of Astra and uh, the fact that it would be a cloud service, uh, first and foremost, um, and then it would allow us to simplify all these things and make it just a, a simple, easy experience that anybody could use without having to do a lot of heavy lifting. And so that's how it was born. Okay. So, you know, again, you know, with the simplicity push, like we're doing with a lot of our products and solutions, you know, this is, this is part of that push as well. Um, so where do you see Astra going in the future? You know, is it going to be something that's all encompassing that does a lot more than what it's doing today? Or is it going to be just kind of staying in this lane? You know, Astra, we have great ambitions with Astra, right? So we want to take it, uh, we, you know, to places uh, um, that are truly uh, exciting and what our customers want us to see go. Uh, the first wave of Astra uh, functionality that we have um, well, that we have released is, is data management heavy. Uh, and it's truly kind of uh, addressing uh, the, the next wave of problems that we learned from talking to our customers using Trident, that, as Garrett said, that is the Trident customers basically became, you know, in effect, the Trident roadmap, you know, became uh, a huge inspiration for Astra. Uh, obviously, you know, we didn't do exactly what you know, what Trident customers uh, would want us to do because we took a more application-centric approach. Um, but but some customers did want that, you know, uh, as opposed to taking a more of an infrastructure volume-centric approach. But, but application-centric approach is it has been, you know, so far, all of the feedback we have got with Astra, even with people who have used Trident before with, with NetApp Storage have, have liked uh, the experience of Astra handling Trident for them, you know? Uh, and uh, and so the data management and the storage provisioning aspects of Astra is what is generally available now, but, uh, but we are also looking at um, what to do with Astra in future. And that includes plans for, uh, uh, you know, I, I'll say a more optimized storage layer you know, at, at some point. Uh, which uh, which our customers are all asking for, and and it's uh, it's something that uh, we're looking into, and uh, there'll be more, you know, information or talk about it later on. But right now, uh, we're focused heavily on on basically making sure that uh, the data management uh, functionality that we're providing with Astra is is exactly what our customers want, and uh, making their life easy with it. 
And if you look at what we have achieved in a very short time, you know, uh, starting in April of last year uh, to now, uh, we ran through Beta Cycles and uh, and GA. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that we have achieved in a very short time, and with a bunch of stuff coming down the pike, which is very exciting. So with Astra, is there like a central management, you know, pane? Do I have a dashboard I can look at? You know, is it cloud resident? Uh, where does it live? Do I have to install things or are there agents involved? Yeah. So, so Astra is a, you know, fully managed service uh, today, as we talked about. Um, so, so the way you use Astra is yeah, you actually log on to a portal, you know, and, uh, and you simply register your Kubernetes clusters with Astra. Uh, what Astra does is after that, uh, you know, basically you are allowing Astra permissions to, um, to to look into your Kubernetes clusters and set up some watchers, you know, in the API server, et cetera, so that it can start listening onto certain events. Uh, after that, what Astra does, it is it's monitoring your cluster. So as, as you add apps or create new apps in your Kubernetes cluster, Astra automatically discovers them. It also discovers everything that is right there when when you create the cluster. It also uh, plus it discovers everything that you add after the fact. And after having done that, what Astra gives you um, is um, you know it asks you if you want to manage that those apps that Astra has discovered using Astra. If you say yes, you get a menu uh, of drop down options on. What do you want to do with that? Do you want to take a backup? Do you want to snapshot it? Do you want to restore it in case you have already backed it up? Uh, you want to clone it? Um, eventually, there will be more options in the roadmap, but but it's this rich set of data services or data management services that you get um, with like essentially three steps. Register your cluster, Astra, Astra discovers your apps, and then gives you a menu of options that you can start working on. And if you don't want to manage your app with Astra anymore, you can unmanage it at any time and, and off you go, you know, that's it, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's really easy. It's extremely intuitive. So where would I get access to this? Are there any demos out there I can run or are there videos or, you know, do I have to just start using it? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, so if you go to cloud.netapp.com slash Astra, there are videos, there are solution briefs, and there's uh, all of the other marketing stuff. But but in in that uh, in that portal, cloud.netapp.com slash Astra, there is also a button for uh, a free plan that you can get started with right away. Uh, we are offering a free plan for up to 10 apps uh, with uh, no limit in time. So it's an unlimited in time trial. So you can kick the tires. You can you can get familiar with how Astra sees the world, you know, by adding some apps and, and, and playing with it for as long as you want because uh, we got a lot of feedback from our customers that look, uh, you know, things like Astra, you know, we need to play with it. And, and when we play with it, you cannot put us on a time limit of 30 days or 90 days because we'll probably be doing this as a night job. So I want all the time in the world until we go and recommend this to our, our management and bosses, right? So, so that's why we did the unlimited free trial in time, which is uh, which is what, uh, you know, again, our customers wanted. And uh, just go and start playing with it. So, so it's incredibly easy to get started. Um, you will have pretty much everything um, at your disposal. Uh, very intuitive. Um, you know, there's documentation that uh, that is linked from the page itself, cloud.astra. Sorry, cloud.netapp.com/astra. 
and off you go. So, so far, you know, um, customers uh, are registering themselves and playing with it. You know, we, we can see, um, you know, they are doing this, you know, but uh, we didn't really have to handhold anybody, which is great, right? So it's, it's truly self-service, fully managed. Um, don't have to download any software, install it. Um, it's none of that. Essentially, NetA, NetApp is operating this service is, and is becoming a data SREs. You know, at some level, uh, we are taking care of all this, all of this, like, let's say, heavy lifting uh, from you so that you can focus on developing your app. That's what you care about. Why do you have to care about where your backups are as long as they're fully managed by NetApp in a service and you can restore it from it when you have a problem? So do we have customers today using this? And if so, I mean, I know you can't name their names necessarily, but you know, what sort of industries and what, how are they using it? Uh, I, we have interest uh, in Astra across the board from customers uh, as well as our partners uh, uh, across all the industry verticals. So if I have to name, you know, uh, between, you know, we have interest from media industry, we have interest from pharma, we have interest from e-commerce, you know, uh, companies, uh, we have interest from uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, um, ISVs that are looking at using Astra uh, for their own, uh, you know, uh, solutions that uh, that uh, Astra can help do data management for as they as they come to us and uh, we collaborate with them. So so it's been a it's been a great journey. You know, it's a it's a um, it's uh, as as you already know, Kubernetes is getting adopted across lots of verticals. So so wherever Kubernetes is get, getting adopted, we we are seeing uh, we are seeing interest for Astra from. Uh, you know, if I had to pinpoint, I would say yeah, it's uh, pharma, FSI, and media. But that doesn't mean you know there's no interest from Astra from other companies so or other verticals too. So it, it's uh, it's really across the board. All right, Cheyenne, Garrett, thanks so much for joining us today and talking to us all about Astra. Uh, so Cheyenne, if, again, if we wanted to reach you, how do we do that? Uh, my uh, NetApp email ID, ID is uh, Cheyenne's at NetApp.com, S-A-Y-A-N-S at NetApp.com. And if we wanted to find more information on Astra, what was that website again? Cloud.NetApp.com slash Astra. That's almost as simple as Astra itself. Uh, so, Garrett, uh, again, if we wanted to reach you, how do we do that? Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter, uh, I-N-N-E-R-G-Y. It's energy. All right. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Garrett Muller and Cheyenne Shaha for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.